Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This week, Danny and Dusty think everything's super. Oh, it's huge. It was an absolute youth. This is Danny and Dusty on Super Week. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Danny and Dusty on 1080. Uncle Uncle burning crap. Big butts back. The fan. Good afternoon. Wah-ah-ah-ah. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Danny and Dusty with you live on the fan, the Odyssey app, youtube.com slash 1080am the fan, twitch.com slash 1080am the fan, or 1080thefan.com, and 995HD2 everywhere. Mm. Gosh, this list is getting long. It is. And across all of those things, Big butts matter. Big butts do matter. People should respect the big booties. People movers. I like mm-hmm. big butts, and I cannot lie. You're right. I can't deny. Yeah. He can't deny yeah. either. Yeah. No, no. I, I, not only can I not deny it, I will, I will affirm wholeheartedly. <clears throat> I, I, like, I, I like a big posterior. Mm. It's good. Uh, quick RIP, Toby Keith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toby Keith died. Cancer. Yeah, sixty-two. Yeah, man. Somehow thought he was younger and older at the same time. Again, ages right now are really messing me up. Yeah, that's what happens when we get old, right? Like he is still like permanently in my head, like forty-four. Because my God, I can't tell you a Toby Keith song, but if I hear it, I'll be like, "That's Toby Keith." Yeah. That's that's for sure. I had to ask for a little help in uh, procuring today's playlist. Yo, Toby Keith had some bangers back in the day. Yeah. Look, man, he voiced the uh, soundtrack to uh, the Iraq and Afghanistan wars. He really, so... he really did. Yeah, no, I heard. Up I, to I, your courtesy, yeah, of the red, white, and blue. Look, I saw a lot of um, montage videos mm. of uh, warfare. Once heard him uh, drop an f bomb at a Pac-12 ref. <laughs> Well, considering who it was directed towards, probably deserved. Well, he was on he was on the sidelines for Oregon, Oklahoma, back in was it two thousand six? 
Uh, a game that went totally normal. Yeah, that game was it was no, hilarious. No controversy. It was my last. It was my last uh, thing that I did as a fan intern. Travis Demers and I went down for Oregon Oklahoma, and uh, when we were on the sidelines at the end of that game, Travis gave me the okay. There's like a two two minutes ago. He's like, I'm going to take the Oklahoma locker room. You take the Oregon locker room. I was, okay, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Onside kick happens. Oregon scores. He goes, you're taking the Oklahoma locker room. I'm taking the Oregon locker room. I was like, okay. But on that onside kick, I heard the great Toby Keith drop an F-bomb at the Pac-12 officials because he was right. He was right uh, when they popped out of that pile with the ball, and they're like, nah, Oregon's ball. That was a doozy of that, Pac-12 that refereeing. Was the, uh, that might have been the genesis of the current era crappy Pac-12 refs. Mm. It was, de- I don't know if it was the genesis, but it was, it was part of the the, the big cluster the, of people noticing mm-hmm. Pac-12 refs. Yeah. That was a bad one. That was really bad. That one might still be the worst. Uh, no. No, 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 no. Quite literally, a Pac-12 executive calling the officials to tell them to Overturn the USC Washington State. Uh, that was the worst that mm, could possibly happen, mm. because even when the officials got it wrong, we're gonna get it right. Mm. They said, "No, let's still screw this up." Mm-hmm. That was the ultimate screwing over of a of a football team by Pac-12 yeah, officials. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because they got it wrong, got it right, and then still found a way to get it wrong. Which is impressive. <laughs> that really is impressive. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, this text, RIP Pac-12 refs. Maybe that's the third death in the death of threes that we're talking about here. Ooh. Maybe that's Ooh. it. Yeah, I'd say gone too soon, but well. Nah, right on time. <laughs> Those Pac-12 refs have to go somewhere, folks. And not all of them were bad at the end. Pac-12 officiating really wasn't the... If you took a gander at what was that, Big Ten wasn't great this year. No, there the was ACC was really bad. The SEC What's is... What's Glasses ref, ref up to these days? I don't know. I feel like he's probably a good guy. Sure, just a terrible official. He just became the meme. Yeah. He became the... I don't well, even think he was the worst Pac-12 ref. Well, he may not have been. But he was at the center of a lot of very bad calls. And he, like notoriously awful. It was right when memes started becoming a yeah. thing. So you would put the you know, the everybody yells, get some glasses, ref. Well, we quite literally there was a glasses ref. And it was way too easy just to put his picture right up on the on the old uh Twitter or Facebook or Instagram there, and he became the whipping boy for Pac twelve officiating. There's actually a Twitter account it's that's not a at one. Glasses Ref. Yeah, at Glasses Ref was it, was, it was a tough time. That's when you know you've made it. Get your own parody account. You got your own meme. <laughs> and look, this this fits with the, the deaths that we have gone through. Because remember, Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger, the 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 black arm, white arm, yes, coming together, shaking hands. That was Carl Weathers' arm. The, mm-hmm. the, the massive black arm is Carl yes. Weathers' arm. Arnold is the other one. Mm-hmm. And, like, those are, ugh, meme, also meme, Glasses Ref, Ooh. both R.I.P., well, both gla- R.I.P. Glasses Ref might, might still be alive, but. 
I don't know if Toby Keith had any memes out there. I'll say I thought you were going to say he didn't know if he was alive. I'm like, nope, super dead now. No, he's not alive, yeah. but uh, RIP to Toby Keith. And so today we will have we will Toby, Toby Keith, Keith bump back music yes. as procured by one Jeff Rust, who noted country went, music fan. Went yeah. through the entire catalog. I will, I'll say this here. I'll say this here. Jeff sent me a text this morning. And it was it was a text that you would get from a yacht rock guy. <laughs> I'm no country music fan, but I think we should do a Toby Keith playlist today. If you can think of any of them, let me know any of his songs that should definitely be included. Yeah. I solicited advice from both you and my wife. And it was pretty easy for me. Yeah. It was pretty easy for me because he's got he's got some bangers in there. Yeah. See, like I couldn't come up with any songs off the top of my head, but once I saw those and like listened to them, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who doesn't love? It? How do you like me now? Oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's great. R.I.P. Toby Keith. Uh, who was a nice guy from uh, what I remember in 2006? Pac-12 officials probably have a different uh, <laughs> different, different version of that. that. Well, the but, Dixie Chicks probably have a different version of it too. But we don't need to go down that road. Did he what what happened with oh, they him had and a the bit Dixie Chicks? Oh, did they? Yes. He's he was big Oklahoma. Based fan. on political leanings and such. Yeah, but didn't they also just step in it? They kind of did. Like they they kind of did. Like they disappeared and, off the face of the planet. And to be fair, too, at one point Toby Keith is like, he's like, hey, I've had enough of this crap. He's like, we don't need to make not everything needs to be about politics. He's like, I'm done with this. We don't need to keep Boy, this feud going. Yeah, he's got a whole political beliefs wiki section here. Yes, he does. I noticed that this morning. Wow. Yeah. Well. Um Well, you know, not everything is black and white. There's lots of shades of gray in between, and I think he's one of those shades of gray. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, there's a it's a long it may be his second longest entry on his Wikipedia is his political beliefs. They went in depth. <laughs> they went in depth. And the feud with the Dixie Chicks is on is on there. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Huh. How bad do you have to screw up as the Dixie Chicks to be as successful as they were to basically just fall off the face of the planet? I don't think they have. No, they did. They're I mean, just the chicks. They had the resurgence just well, a couple know, of years ago. But I mean they were they were sitting on high, and, I, I, and, they, and, and, they, and they messed up. I feel like their music not being as good also had a I, big... I like that's ever stopped big, anybody. I think that had a big... Come on. Creed. <laughs> Bring it <laughs> Wow. Up. Yeah, exactly. Wow. But, uh, yeah, they they really did. They, they, they fell off the face of the planet. Yeah. But I think you should when your music stops being good or sounding... <laughs> Good. Any different than any other songs that you put out there. So, uh, Toby Keith, dead at 61. Two. Two. Oh, born in 61, yeah. dead at 62. Yes. Uh, we will remember uh, Toby Keith today. Mm. Hmm. All right. My wife just texted me, too. She's like, don't you go talking S about Toby. Like, I don't yeah. think I was no, people talking love, S. I was, you know. People love I was just being honest. I, I would I would imagine that people have strong feelings one way or the other about Toby Keith. I don't yeah. think he's somebody you're really ambivalent about. Well, except I'm going to raise my hand here. Well, I mean, but, you know. if you know like who he is. <laughs> right, exactly. Mean, so. well, I think we can appreciate the music. I think we can just mm -hmm. appreciate somebody's music. Yeah. Sure. I think that's okay. I, uh, uh, now, that's how I get around my Ted I was Nugent say, thing. So about R. Kelly. See, Ted Nugent. R. Kelly, <laughs> remixed to Ignition. 
Another snort. I didn't play that. that, that no, that was that was, that was that was a real life. That one. was a real live one. <laughs> R. Kelly remixed to Ignition is a good song. And look, the catalog is full of bangers, but you feel a little guilty every time it comes on. <laughs> but Dave Chappelle <laughs> let us all know when he did the Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. Just exposed R. Kelly. Like, yes. he did the... He did it before the documentary. Remix and I'm Wizened. This yeah. was, like, in 2004. Yes. He was like, this dude is weird even for Hollywood mm-hmm. standards. And he made fun of him on the Chappelle show. We all found out about it way later. Like, there were the warning signs that were there. The music was good. See, and Michael Jackson, n- n- nobody... Is like Michael Jackson was a creepy weirdo. Yeah. Who stood trial, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like he would have been canceled now. But yeah. but we, we let everybody's that, like we, Michael we, Jackson's music's so good. We let that one go. We can't pick and choose though, we, can, we can we? Sure, we can. <laughs> People do. Just to, can we just appreciate the music and be like, ah, qualifier. Bad dude. Could we look horrible look, dude? Look, Kanye's first two albums. Why'd they get a pass for me? Kanye's Kanye still puts out de- actually not still Con- Con- up until up until COVID line. Kanye put out some great music still and then I don't know what Con- Kanye has become yeah. like a uh, what is that the the art where the like the where people will go and just watch somebody like sleep um, there's a there's a word for it that text Danny's house help. no no it's art <laughs> it's art. <laughs> <sighs> it's a peephole. <laughs> oh dear lord. The Bates Motel. <laughs> oh dear lord. Oh dear lord. <laughs> What's that blinking red light in the teddy bear's eye? <laughs> I got you, kid, a stuffed animal. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Feels a little heavy. Uh yeah. But that's what Kanye's turned into. Mm. He looks like a Batman villain. Do you see the picture of him and his wife that TMZ posted it this morning? I saw it. I was like, this dude looks like a Batman villain. He was wearing like a uh, like a burlap sack that was eight sizes like too big, and then he was wearing just this black mask, and his wife was wearing nothing but a clear poncho. It was the weirdest damn thing. Is it, this is Kanye? Kanye. Well, yeah, he's got his Kim Kardashian knockoff. Wife. Yeah. That is that's a weird thing too, like you divorce Kim and then you're just like you know what I'm gonna find somebody who wanted to look just like her. I'm gonna go find your doppelganger, but isn't famous or rich. That way I can do and say whatever the hell I want. You know? Yeah. All right. So we're oh the Dixie chicks got blackballed. That's why you don't hear from them anymore. Oh, she like you weren't kidding. She's like actually wearing a trash bag. That's what I yeah yeah no I didn't I didn't think you were like. No, she wore nothing except for a see-through poncho, and Kanye wore a burlap sack with a red, like a burlap poncho with just this black mask so you can't see his face. Yeah. There's some things going on there. Danny, Danny is speechless for the first time ever. Uh, <laughs> it's it's the moto boots for me. I don't know what he, that means. He can t- the, the like the oh dirt. those big puffy boots. He wears these things everywhere. Yeah, and I don't. I'd like. Yeah, I don't know the the whole Kanye West thing. 
Music, I still appreciate the music. Super weird now. There's so much I could, super I weird I couldn't now. tell you. That I could have a Kanye West song come and sit on my face right now, and I couldn't tell you it was Kanye West. We're going to need to do some editing with that, yeah. but that can be very... Like, when we talk about getting canceled, that could be <laughs> yeah, the one that that's... ends up... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one quick edit away <laughs> from Jeff Rust... We own you now. Yeah. <laughs> like I just want. There's, you to there's know a nice that. little blank like, spot right there before. Come, we, can come sit on yeah. my face. We we own you, and this is them's the rules. Right. That's I'm it. I'm gonna edit Toby Keith over the front of that. Yeah. <laughs> Great text on the Vancouver Ford text line five zero three eight six four six three two six. How did Willie Nelson outlive Toby Keith? Well, Willie Nelson, ninety years yeah, old. Willie and uh, uh, Keith Richards. Like yeah. the, the the amount of drugs in their system. Well, Keith Richards, I'm, his just has to be a deal with the devil. I'm not sure Willie went that far. Ah, Willie had to deal with his dealer. Yeah, and <laughs> I think that I think that is unbreakable the big weed one right bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, and that's going to be the thing is that like Snoop's probably going to live to 92, and we're all going to be like, wait, so the two biggest potheads ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like Tommy Chong, still kicking, still doing really well. Cheech too. Cheech Cheech is. Yeah. Cheech had a second act where, you know, he started doing, like, the family spinoffs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he went full Ice Cube on us. Like, yeah. I think Ice Cube maybe ripped off Cheech and was like, you know what? I can change my entire image, and nobody's going to say a damn thing about it, and I can go into be... Snoop's be a- out here coaching high school kids after being on trial for murder. But uh, he's giving back to the community, yeah. though. I mean, the, the, and this is what we talk about all the time. How many kids are playing in the Super Bowl that Snoop coached? I don't know that number this year. I'm assuming at least one sure. played in the Snoop, Snoop Youth Football League. I mean, it's it's not small. All right. Well, there we go. That's all over the place. That was and a that, hell of a thing. And that's how we got to Toby Keith. Yeah. Toby Keith. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. 62 Snoop years old. Snoop deal double Keith. Toby Keith Covel? Covel? What'd you say? Toby you Keith. Keith is actually his middle name. Oh. His last name. C-O-V-E-L is his last name. So I'm Covel. 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 Toby Keith sounds way better. Yeah, way right? better. Good yeah. choice. Way better. Great, great move by that manager. Be like, I have an idea. Yeah. I think any country singer, though, it probably works better with just your first and middle name. Well, except then everybody, their last name would be Lee. <laughs> You take that back. No. You take that back. <laughs> Speaking of Lee's, uh, I saw one of the great tweets today. I had to retweet it. Uh, there was a Twitter follower that said, or a Twitter uh, man, Josh Chavis said, holy S, been trying to figure out who Brock Purdy looks like for the last two years. And it's <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. And with side-by-side pictures. Yeah, it's, it's whoa. But it gets even better. George Cush, <laughs> great name. <laughs> He said, just a couple of guys who couldn't possibly have done it alone. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) Too too soon? (laughs) But also, the resemblance is It's striking. It is striking how much Brock Purdy looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. I mean, I I will say, um, you know, accuracy. Accuracy. You know? Matters. Looks like him. No, Doppelgangers no, are a thing. No, I'm an actor. Oh, wow. Okay. Come on, man. There you N- Now it's too far, Danny. Good. No. He's good. He's good at, Good to 60 yards. All right. Oh, jeez. Good Lord. 
Let's get this thing back on the rails. Dotted him up there. Wow. Stop. You must be stopped. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah. There's no way you can reset that quickly. I don't know. JFK is. Wow. God, dude. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Um, before he gets fired, as hard as they try, both teams in this Super Bowl might be grasping at something that just Wait, isn't there. There's something over your shoulder there, back and to the left. And this is why I can't take you guys anywhere. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Six o'clock news, say somebody been shot. Somebody's been abused. Somebody blew up a building. Somebody stole a car. Somebody got away. Somebody didn't get too far. Yeah. They didn't get too All far. Right. Beer for My Horses. Mm. Great song. That's a great song. I'm sure Pete had a problem with this one. <laughs> you know? And I'm sure, like, he no told animals were harmed in the making of this song. He told them to go to hell. Yeah. Well, he told a lot of people to go to hell. That's what I was saying. Probably <laughs> a long list. All right. Uh, I found something. Did you watch opening a night last night? The NFL Super Bowl opening night media day extravaganza. I did not watch the Bum opening Benza. night. I did want. I did catch a bunch of the questions that came out of the the media scrums, which was absolute insanity. But I didn't watch the official gala. It wasn't the S show that it usually is. I thought it was actually really well done. Hmm. The NFL Network did a really good job uh, putting opening night and presenting it. They finally have like a rhythm for it, and it it was actually good. TV. It was enjoyable to watch. The incredible thing is that 24,000 people showed up in person for it. Yeah, the NFL will charge you an arm and a leg for anything, man. I mean, these aren't media. This is just fans. Fans that are paying to go. To go to media day. That's wild. And most of them were uh, 49er fans. I mean, yeah. And you could definitely hear it it throughout the entire... We, there were two of them. Travis Kelsey on the on the podium. Tell you what, man, I uh, I leaned on my teammates more than I ever have, and uh, it's, it's been absolute. <laughs> Y'all are firing me up. Make me want to play right now, baby. <laughs> I love the booze more than I love the cheers, baby. Keep them coming, Niners gang. Keep them coming. Mahomes got it too. We're playing a great 49ers team, but we're going to go out there and play our best football and see what happens. I appreciate it, Niners Nation. We're here. Oh, 
Niners, Niners fans, he's calling you out. It was relentless throughout the entire thing. That's uh, that's like the uh, NBA draft when it was in New York when uh, they made the Knicks pick for Kristaps Porzingis. Mm, very, very, yeah, very loud well, booze well, in the lo- in the local crowd. Let's not uh, let's not just say it was just because of Kristaps Porzingis. Any Knicks, Jets, Giants yes. pick if it's in New York, yes. they will boo. They will boo it no matter what it is. No matter what, they're yeah. just no. They very, can't. very, very strong booze. Got it wrong. Yeah. yeah, that's what New Yorkers mm-hmm. do. But San Francisco, they brought it, mm-hmm. and it was it was fun. entertainment. They had Bruce Buffer out there doing the you know the the uh, team announcements when they came in, like he was doing a UFC fight. So they can spend a million dollars on Bruce Buffer, but they can't spend a million dollars on a practice field for the 49ers. Huh? I bet what they probably Bruce, did. not Michael. Yeah. Well, no, oh, no, no, he's, no, it's both of them. I understand, but he's still like the multiplicity clone. I'm telling, I'm know. telling you, man, it's it's a milli for them to show up. He did an incredible job, you know, hyping up the crowd and kind of working them into a frenzy. It was it was fun to see. Kind of the players were playing ball, and you had some good. We'll have the fun with audio coming up a little bit later from the media day. But one thing stuck out to me that I could not get over. Whether it was the defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs or the number one seed in the NFC, San Francisco 49ers, both of them are trying to claim the underdog in this game. Which is it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious considering who they both are and where they've been the last couple of years with the 49ers in three straight NFC championship games, the 49 or the Chiefs in multiple Super Bowl appearances and wins. On the cusp of a dynasty yeah. in reigning Super Bowl champions Look, being like, ah, we're the underdogs. If this was the Ravens and Lions fighting over this honor, yeah. yeah there we you, go. That dog will hunt. You you can you both have the, the right to Lamar Jackson, he's real quarterbacky. You know, that they could go with that. The Lions are biting kneecaps. But this is the freaking 49ers and the Chiefs. What are we doing? Technically, you would have the Chiefs as the underdog because the, the line says they are. But that's not what they're kind of all every, everybody's trying to find that chip, right? Everybody's trying to find that chip on the shoulder. And I like as I was thinking about this, I was going, okay, first of all, who would be the underdog in this? Cuz I everyone loses. I think that it is uh, you take it easy there, Raider fan. Have a real conversation here. I <laughs> not involve the Raiders. Well, he's used to everyone losing. <laughs> wow. It was uh it was you go, all right, who would be the underdog in this because you have two storied franchises and it it probably would be San Francisco despite the fact they're favored on in the betting market. Yeah. Because I they would, just haven't won one in they're not the thirty dynasty. years. Yeah, they're not the dynasty. They don't have yeah. the MVP quarterback. And I, I think that's it. I think as a whole, you can't call either one of these franchises that are rich in tradition no. and really damn good. But I think that this comes down to you have one player who essentially is the underdog, or maybe two. Brock Purdy, Yep, you could call because of the game manager thing, and I loved what Kyle Shanahan said. He goes, why is that a bad thing? Why is a system quarterback a bad thing? Every quarterback in the NFL is tasked with running a system. Sure. Every quarterback is tasked with managing a game. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, we, we find this as a negative and a knock on a guy when if you do it at the best level of anybody else, you should be just a great quarterback. Sure, you might not be elite. You may not be Mahomes, Burrow, 
I think the association Alan, with connotation guys. is because it was tagged to like Trent Dilfer. But it, that's where it always resorts back to because somebody lowest... didn't want to be mean to him. Yes, because <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly it. That's the lowest common denominator, as opposed to. It's weird to say Cam Newton was right when he's talking about game managers and system quarterbacks in that it wasn't, it's exactly what you're saying in the sense of like Dak is a system quarterback and a game manager. He's not the next guy up, but that's not a problem because of look at how good he is in that system. He said the same thing about Purdy and it's just kind of like, ah, Cam's right. I don't want to give him that. But at the same time, yeah, it's, it, it it goes very much in line with what we were talking about yesterday, in the sense of when we talk about the Blazers in basketball, the the, the, the two the poles where you got to be great or you got to be bad. There's no there's no in between. There's no there's no room for reality. And and the reality is is that Brock Purdy is very good and very good as a game manager managing Kyle Shanahan's system, and that that somehow seen as some backhanded compliment or not good enough because it's tagged to a Super Bowl winning quarterback 20 years ago. That, that's that's the one it always comes back to, right? Is Dilfer. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, yep. wh- why is that a bad thing? And I, I don't, we we want to use this as like some, you know, hammer to, to drive that nail down of, of that take and attach everyone to that who's not Patrick Mahomes, who's not Tom Brady. It's like Aaron Rodgers isn't either of those two guys, but over the last couple of years, you've seen like, well, he's fading down the stretch. He's becoming more of a game manager. It's like, this guy's a four-time MVP. Why Why are we looking to now change the connotation of what he is, who he's been, because we want to attach something ne- derogatory or negative to what they have or haven't accomplished? Because we live in a society where it's stupid takes left and right. And you have, That's what I mean. There's, you, there's no room for what it actually takes place. When the reality of it is, is that with Brock Purdy, there probably aren't 10 quarterbacks you'd take over Brock Purdy no. right now. And it, the, the dumbest thing in the world is, well, he's surrounded by all of these weapons. He's surrounded by Kyle Shanahan, yet people will knock Kyle Shanahan for his game management. People will knock all of the pieces around him for their durability and showing up in big games. And uh, George Kittle doesn't have eye-popping playoff stats, and Debo Samuel always seems to get hurt mm-hmm. in, in the most pivotal times. All of these things like that are supposed to prop Brock Purdy up get used to knock him down, and it's everything with the San Francisco 49ers, seemingly, where... The Chiefs, they have, because they won a title and you win a Super Bowl and you play in multiples, all of a sudden, Andy Reid is Andy Reed's the can't-miss coach. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes Which can do 15, it with anybody. 15 years ago, what were you saying about Andy Reid? Tra- Travis Kelsey is the guy. He's the best tight end to ever play. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. <laughs> he's really no. damn good. He's, he's, he's likely second. But, but I think yeah. he's the second-best tight end in this game that's going to be played on Sunday. Oh. He doesn't block like George Kittle. He I mean, does. The, George list, Kittle, the list of tight ends who have well, or George, can block like George Kittle is very short. George Kittle is the more complete player. Oh yeah, and no Chiefs fans that. should be able to admit that yeah. that Travis Kelsey is. If you want to say Travis Kelsey is the best receiving tight end in the NFL, yes, yeah. yes, and I don't think that that is close, especially right now. But he is not. Like, George Kittle does everything. Mm-hmm. Everything he put Aiden Hutchinson on his ass 
in the most critical time of the game in a one-on-one block with one of the best edge rushers in the game, he put him on his butt. He is different, and he is special beyond belief. But, no, it's Travis Kelsey, man. He's, he's Because you get the Super Bowl rings, yes. and you get, you get that that goes along Taylor, with it. And the Taylor Swift. The other guy that uh, is the underdog chip on his shoulder, Kadarius Tony, obviously. He's the underdog. He's the true underdog. Who, he was there last night. Mm. Did you hear what Kadarius Tony had to I, say? I heard it on the way in. I was still. It's one of my favorite. It. It's one of my favorite things. We'll give it to you next. First is Rust with Sports Center. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's a super week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. I've heard this one. Oh, what? Should have been a cowboy? This was like Toby Keith's first hit. Yeah. This is fan- This is one of my favorite songs. No, I... I think uh, when you hear the chorus, you may you be like, "Oh yeah, I've heard this one before." It's coming right now. Nah, no, nah. Yeah, great that, one. Honestly, the first time I think I heard Toby Keith was uh, "Put a Boot in Your Ass." That's the American way. <laughs> That's probably the first time I heard. It, to be honest. Uh, yeah, that's probably right. Um. We ha- I was actually shocked to even see him after the kerfuffle that happened after the AFC Championship game. But Kadarius Toney was at opening night for the Kansas City Chiefs and is with the team in Vegas leading up to the Super Bowl. And Michael Robinson of the NFL Network, former Seahawks fullback, fullbacks leading the way into the media realm. My wife was in awe of Michael Robinson at opening night. She even said, his biceps are popping through his suit. I said, take it easy there. Chill. You need a cigarette? What's going on? <laughs> Stop looking at him with those eyes. Mm. <laughs> but uh, he he pulled Kadarius Tony aside, and boy, was this the quote of the night. Mm. In what We had a lot of really good quotes, including Travis Kelsey telling an 11-year-old one of his favorite Vegas memories was going to Club Excess, but you won't know about that. Yeah. You'll go there in a few years. <laughs> this was... 10 out of 10 from Kadarius Tony. You're number one receiver in this league? Yeah, if I get it, yeah. If I get the ball, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? 
first we need to parse through that cough at the very beginning of it like he's hacking up a lung. <laughs> Are you a number one receiver in this league? And Kadarius Tony's answer was, yeah, when I get the ball. Mm. I th- This guy is so out of touch with everything. I mean, we've we all saw it up close and personal with the well the slew of games where Kadarius Tony the Bills game obviously is a massive one where he one lines up offsides yeah. costing his team the game winning or mm, potential game uh winning score and then he goes and drop after drop after drop over the course of the season he proved time and time again he is not a one or two or three receiver on this Kansas City Chiefs team for sure. I mean, if you, if you're doing that with Patrick Mahomes, I mean, look, you do it with the Giants and and Daniel Jones. People, I'm I'm gonna give you a pass. I'm gonna give you a pass. Why do we do that though? Gonna, look, I'm gonna give you a pass. But why do like, that? That's an interesting quote uh, point though, because I think we all do. But why do we give him a pass for dropping balls from Daniel Jones? But we don't give him the pass for dropping balls from Patrick Mahomes. Because <laughs> that. Because one of them is uh, throwing the ball like they coughed while the other one's dotting you up endlessly. I think a drop is a drop. Sure, but I think not all drops are created equal. I've seen Daniel Jones throw some... Uh, who was who is that came in for the Lions and threw that duck at the end of the game? See, I do believe that... Is that Mullins? I do believe that most drops are created equal. I, I think if the ball hits you in the hands in, in the NFL, you should catch the damn ball. I just think and, that there are some guys that, you know, they they put it on you and it's they force you to catch it. Yeah. I don't think Daniel Jones is a guy who forces you to catch the ball. I don't know what that means. In self defense <laughs> in, in self defense. You know, just, just just put a ball directly on you. In thirty seven targets this hmm. year. How many drops? Seven? Kadarius Tony has four drops. But here's the thing. Yikes. 10% drop? 12% drop rate? God damn. 12.9% drop rate. God. Ugh. And I think the biggest problem for Kadarius Tony is that his drops are all when everybody saw him. Everybody was watching. Yeah, they're amplified. They're loud drops. When you do it in week one on the biggest stage when you're the only show in town on that Thursday... Thursday night, then you do it against Buffalo, and then you follow it up again against New England. Yeah, that's where it's all going to be highlighted, and you cannot you cannot earn the respect of Patrick Mahomes. You cannot earn more targets in an offense if you drop the football like that. And I applaud Patrick Mahomes with the way he handled this receiving core all season long because I think uh, to the point that you were making there about Daniel Jones. I think a lot of other quarterbacks would have killed him. They I mean, all of these receivers, even Rasheed Rice, who, who went through it at the at the beginning of the yeah. season, we saw that young man grow exponentially as the season went on. From please don't throw him the ball to maybe you should give him the ball. There is a lack of reliability in Kansas City, and For I sure. I think that the way that that receiving core grew. Make no mistake, it grew when Kadarius Tony started getting less and less opportunities, and also it grew because it had to. Yeah, it, it was grower. It was, it was it sounds dumb. It was kind of a grower die situation. 
Like, if you don't get this done, we're cooked. And when you get a guy like Kadarius Tony, you can't be a grower. You got to be a shower. You exactly. got to show up and play right away. Immediately, you have got to be that guy that they brought you in to be because they had massive holes, especially with Miko Hardman mm-hmm. and filling that void. They thought, all right, this is going to be our guy to do it. MVS kind of still working his way into the trust tree of Patrick Mahomes. And I think at the end of the year, we're starting to see, especially when you go to seal the game and that's a guy you throw to, there's a hell of a lot of faith in, in that in number 11 now, that wasn't there before. Yeah, not only that, I mean, Patrick Mahomes threw Tony out of the trust tree, and he didn't hit a single trust branch on the way down. Nah, nah, he dropped it. Yeah. Uh, as as this texture points out, if you give Kadarius Tony a pass, he'll drop it, man. So you, he, you can't give him a drop. <laughs> it can't be had right now. It's true. <laughs> I was looking at his, his career drops. Yeah. Two in 57 targets and 21, which, okay. Not bad. One and three in twenty-two with the Giants, one and seventeen with the Chiefs last year, and then five and thirty-eight targets. That's yeah. <clears throat> well, and here's the thing about a drop: they do not consider it a drop. Like if you lay out and you get a hand on it, no, it's a it's no. It's this graded, is, isn't it? Hit you in hands, yeah. it drops and and it goes down. That's a lot. Yeah, that's I don't a, know if anybody spike. has that kind of numbers. In the NFL. If they do, they're not going to be in the NFL for long. Sheesh. 503-864-6326. That be the Vancouver Ford text line. Something crazy happened. Uh, some news came out of the NFL yesterday that I just can't wrap my head around. Next on The Fan. <laughs> It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Chain smokers and boozers. I've heard this one. This would be right around your time. Yep. This would be right around your time of... Is this this off the Shocking Y'all album? Dirty Hitchhackers. And the girls next door dress up like... I don't know. What a great song, though, when you have a local watering hole. Oh, yeah. This is also when I was stationed in Texas. Oh, so ah, overseas. <laughs> ah. Texas is like a different country sometimes. <laughs> Most times. Diana Rossini of the Athletic, formerly of Comcast Sportsnet Indeed. Northwest. Uh, I always like to throw that in there. Diana it's is a distinguished list. A hell of a good time. Mm. Diana is an animal. Yeah. And she's now with The Athletic after a good run at ESPN. Kicking butt and taking names. This was Diana Rossini yesterday on, her, on their NFL podcast for The Athletic talking about Mike Vrabel and why he didn't get a job this hiring cycle. I don't think that there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. Do you know I had a GM at the Senior Bowl, who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build, that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that is a factor, which I laughed. I said, stop. that That's not something that's real. Who cares what someone physically looks like? And 
he said, I'm just telling you, I've been, I've been in rooms and, and somebody's physical presence can make a difference. That is so bizarre. Okay. So there, I, I know how insane this probably sounds to a lot of people. I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there. There are certain things for the, again, quick background. I worked in military intelligence, worked as an interrogator. There is truth to this. Yes, there is literal truth to this. Now, it depends on who you go into and who you're talking to. But do you think, think about this real quick. Jeff Bezos was this scrawny little dude in a garage. Again, was given $300,000 by his parents to start Amazon. How does he look now? Jacked. Okay. Mark, like a supervillain. Mark Zuckerberg. Pasty white. But jacked. Yes. Judo champion. They all, there's, there's a connotation between power and physicality and size. And so, depending on outcomes you may want to push, you might send somebody bigger into a room or smaller into a room, depending on what you're trying to accomplish. And that makes sense if you're interrogating somebody. But also, when you look at the way I would imagine that these hirings go and these interviews go, there's probably some very, very, very strong similarities in how those meetings are conducted. I can tell you that whatever business you are running, if that is your worry, you don't have strong leadership at the top and you are not nope. strong enough at the top to have a coach that is physically imposing because he played in the NFL and now coaches in the National Football I mean, League. Domingo Ryan's if, out there still looking super jacked for the Texans. If you can't handle that, that says more about you than anything else because one thing that you hear time and time again about Mike Vrabel is his relationship that he has with his staff and his players. Dude's dude. He relates to them. He connects with them. That's the most important part about coaching to get people to buy in and pull in the same direction. Now, where did Mike Vrabel have his hiccups as a head coach? And this probably is where the intimidation is, is that he can't stand ineptitude at the top. At the top, and that's what he had in Tennessee. He couldn't ha he does not like it when you do not have a strong direction at the top. And if you if that's what's stopping you from hiring Mike Vrabel, you're going to continue to not win football games. I can tell you that. That's why I still wonder why the commanders didn't go down that path. That's the hire that I would have made. I don't care what you were looking for strength and stability. Like it's his physicality is kind of what you're after. It's crazy. In the sense of like you want that that physicality, you want that strength, you want to to be seen when you're talking about the subversive stuff, you want to be seen as that. Like if, if the first thing you think of when the Washington Commanders is this big iron jawed coach, much like you know Bill Cowher with the Steelers, when you thought about the Steelers in that time period, that's what you thought of. Yeah, yeah, they had great players and the defense and everything, but the the beacon on the hill was the jaw, and that came from that toughness of Bill Cowher. Like how you wouldn't go down that path, I don't understand it. Whoever that was definitely wasn't going to hire Dan Campbell. No, <laughs> God no. But in, in in all seriousness, too, it's not just a sign of 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 a, of a weakness in the sense of the top of the organization. Those subconscious biases exist in people that you one like, hundred you would not believe at the highest levels of power. And that's a that is a wild thing to think about mm -hmm. with 
successful companies operating in that manner. But here we are. You see some, and it works in the other way that you know somebody wouldn't want to hire somebody who's small because they they don't they don't feel like they could command a room or uh, take control. Who is the smallest coach hired this cycle? I think we can deduce which team it was. That... I was I was going to say Chip, but he's not a head coach, and he didn't pick up a coordinator gig. But well, he's still the head coach at UCLA. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If, if it would have been, would have been him. Maybe Brian Callahan. I don't know how big he is, mm. but he went to Tennessee, then replaced Mike Vrabel. Um, hmm. I don't know. Wait, crack research team. We'll get on it. We'll get Dan on. Quinn's jacked. He is. So maybe it wasn't Washington. Super, super, super great, perfectly round bald head, too. He's got he's got a good bald head. Right? He's got a really good bald head. All right, fun with audio next on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.